Netflix demands more attention with an eye-popping surge to the very high end of its range the last six months. Tuna Amobi is joining us, director and senior equity analyst, strategist at CFI Research. Tuna, this is a pretty incredible move. Does it make sense with the numbers? Were investors too short, caught off guard? What do you make of the action here in the aftermarket? Oliver, uh, good evening, and thanks for having me again. You know, I, I think, you, as you alluded to, you couldn't have asked for uh, a much better, uh, you know, performance in Q4. I think uh, they obviously ended the year with a bang, um, 8.5 million, um, you know, subscribers, way above um, anyone could have expected, uh, given all the talk about the pull-forward uh, impact from the uh, Q first half of last year, if you remember, they added almost uh, 26, 20, um, 26 million uh, global subscribers. Coming ahead, uh, Q4 beating by two and a half million. Uh, and more importantly, with a lot of traction internationally, that's really becoming the story now. Um, you know, more and more uh, international, um, the runway we think actually uh, looking much longer than we would have thought. But I think the big story here, Oliver, for this quarter is the uh, free cash flow inflection. They have telegraphed that they're going to be break-even free cash flow this year, as opposed to the uh, previous guidance of uh, uh, minus $1 billion to break-even. And what that means is that the you know, profile turns much more positive. They say they don't need to access the capital markets anymore. Um, they have ample liquidity. And they're even talking about share buybacks now. So I think that's really... This, uh, all of these things are getting investors um, uh, quite excited here. Mm. Now, the cash flow part, I think, was particularly interesting. I made the analogy earlier that at one point, Netflix was kind of being treated by some investors like a Tesla, kind of a fake story that uh, was never going to pan out. Clearly, those days are way, way behind us. In terms of the outlook going forward, does it look like the rate of new subscriber growth based on the current uh, pay schedules and uh, uh, pricing will be enough to continue to fund all the content they want to produce? Or should we expect the content to slow down a little bit after how much they've done the past year? What's that dynamic going to look like? Well, I don't think there actually did a time for them to slow down um, on their content spending, especially with the likes of Disney and HBO and Comcast, everyone uh, kind of ramping up their spend. Um, you know, Disney, if you remember, recently talked about um, potentially up to $24 billion in content spend in the next few years. Um, you know, we expect that, you know, original content is gonna uh, become more and more the differentiator. Um, and I might add that Netflix has pretty good track record um, in that regard. If you look at some of the Nielsen data we've been getting in terms of viewership uh, of the streaming shows, uh, Netflix has been quite dominant. Um, and they're gonna lose the office. They've already lost the office uh, this January. So I think the pressure is on them uh, to, uh, to make up that gap, given that The Office was the, by far the highest watched show on Netflix. So net-net, I think that the idea that they're going to be self-funding and self-sufficient in their cash flow um, and to be able to fund this uh, content spend without going back to the capital markets, um, that really is quite significant. And we think that's something that should give uh, some investors and some naysayers some, some comfort here. Mm. Tuna, in terms of that competitive threat, what are the metrics investors should be watching in terms of who is really leading and who's going to be taking the, the money flow and the stock flow? Because up until today, and we'll see what happens. I mean, if Netflix, we're now at $560, it looks like we're going to be making a run at the all-time highs. Assuming that happens, then 
maybe this narrative about Disney creeping in on their turf doesn't hold quite as well, but so far, the charts have told a pretty compelling story the last six months and investors would rather be elsewhere. Do you think this changes that? You know, um, you know, we've always thought that this, um, you know, there's been some um, thesis that the COVID-19, um, you know, stay-at-home uh, tailwinds is somehow going to um, automatically disappear or dissipate. Uh, now, we think that while there's no um, argument that they're going to lose some of that momentum um, this year, given the record net additions, um, we've always said that some of this uh, is quite prominent. Um, all of a sudden, consumers aren't going to just turn off the switch uh, and change their habits overnight, um, given the experience that we've seen. Uh, so the way that you measure uh, you know, this uh, traction is to look at um, things like um, uh, you know, engagement, all of the anecdotal uh, evidence that we see about consumer engagement, subscriber retention, uh, viewership uh, minutes, um, you know, the most views streaming shows, as I alluded to, both on the original and license. All of these indicators point to us that um, Netflix is actually holding its own very well in the face of intensifying competition uh, from Disney and others. We've always thought that the streaming wars is going to be more than one winner um, in several, uh, you know, it's more like uh, uh, several battles playing out. And in the field mm. of subscription video on demand, we think Netflix is uh, uh, very, very well positioned. Now, Disney's plays in other areas like sports and SVOD, et cetera. Uh, but this is uh, what COVID-19 has done, Oliver, is to really expand uh, the addressable market. And remember, some of these international markets like APAC and EMEA, where Netflix is getting all this huge growth, um, there's some of these markets that just uh, right now in the high single-digit to low-double-digit penetration of broadband uh, uh, markets. So the runway in those markets is, is just huge. Mm. And I think the to the extent that international is going to uh, uh, going forward count more and more of a subscriber growth uh, by far exceeding the U.S., that's really the a story that I think right now is somewhat underappreciated. Okay. Tuna, thanks for the rundown. Appreciate the heads up on what to look for next. I know you're going to jump on this call. We'll let you go. Tuna Moby, Director and Senior Equity Strategist at CFRA with the bullish confidence in Netflix.